0: Gold broke 1800 again. Was that the shortest pullback in recent memory? Silver looks like it wants to make a run at $20 and 2050. It closed at 1934. The dollar's back below 96. We'll talk dollar. Copper's at 293. We'll talk copper. We'll talk uranium, which is slowly but surely creeping back into speculators' focus. We're going to talk about unmarked vehicles snatching people off the streets of America. It's something that we should keep an eye on. I am Gerardo Del Real, along with my co host, Mr. Nick Hodge. This is episode 78 of Bizarro World. And man, what a bizarro world it is. Nick, how the heck are you, first and foremost?
1: Well, I successfully shorted the banking sector <laughs> this week, and that's uh, pretty high on Nikaj's ladder of things to do successfully. So feeling pretty good about that. How are you doing, Gerardo?
0: I am well. I am well. I am healthy. Um, thank you for asking. Let's get right to it. What what, what motivated you to short um, the banking stocks earlier this week? It's a bold move, given that you got sugar daddy Jerome you know, as the ultimate put, right? I can't
1: give any credit to myself. We've talked a little bit about Keith McCullough on this uh, podcast. And we also talked about, you know, paying to educate yourself and listening to other uh, opinions and experts. And he's one of those that uh, I pay to listen to. I watch his morning broadcast and he has a risk range product that I've been tracking for a little bit and find to be pretty in tune with um, the things I've seen at least since, you know, March in this market and, um, he was talking about and has been talking about the weakness in the financial sector. And if you look at a chart, it's hundred percent true. The XLF, uh, ETF, which tracks that sector, is down some twenty or twenty five percent uh this year, despite uh sugar daddy Jerome as as you say, right? So the the banking sector is having a tough go of it and plus it was earnings season and so uh, despite JP Morgan having quite good earnings because of their trading desk profits. Um, you know, nobody really wanted to talk about City earnings and Wells Fargo earnings and uh, more Wells Fargo scandals, by the way. Um, and, and those stocks didn't do well. I mean, Wells Fargo really took it on the chin down six or eight percent in one day. And so a uh, combination of that news, the earnings, uh, et cetera, and banks already being in a bear market combined with uh the ranges that i had gotten from uh keith you know i pulled the trigger i wasn't confident to put it uh, out to a list <laughs> but um you know dabbling here with my own money and it worked quite well so uh there it is
0: let's talk major indices briefly um despite netflix which you would think everyone's home and you know i'm watching more documentaries than i've ever seen and i'm a documentary and a history geek right so that's saying something Um, they reported earnings that disappointed and that sent the stock down 6.5%. Despite the weakness in the banking sector, despite the weakness in a company like Netflix, the Dow and the S&P were actually up for the week. The Nasdaq closed slightly lower for the week, but it's clear that the Fed put is real. I mean, there's no other way to explain you know, a market that in Keith McCullough's words defies gravity most of the week, most of the time, despite the fact that earnings have come in not beating expectations for the most part. Um we're having cities like San Francisco, which were reopening now all of a sudden going back on that. Here in Texas, um, we're ordering, you know, refrigerated bands because the morgue feels that we're going to have a surge in deaths in the next two weeks, and there's not going to be enough room for all the bodies. So again, you know, we continue to hammer home the disconnect between the real economy, what most real people that aren't, you know, frankly, as well off as you and I are, fortunately, um, are going through and the performance of the major U.S. indices. I mean, it's it's increasingly hard to reconcile that. And I watch this all day, most of the day in overseas markets, you know, most of my, most of the week as well. You know, you have a Chinese market that's down 5% this week, um, largely based on US and China tensions, which are escalating, by the way. Trade deal, phase two, that's been scrapped, by the way. And yet here in the US, it just seems like, hey, if you have exposure to financial assets, you're going to cont- continue to do all right until you don't, right?
1: That all makes sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to add on to that, it's also what's fueling sort of the I don't know the animosity or the um, the disjointedness. Not not only is viewed through the protests, which are still ongoing, but through uh, a Pew poll, which I wanted to mention, that shows something like 87 percent of the country uh, dissatisfied, right, and less than 20 percent proud of where uh, we're currently at, and less than half hopeful, and so um when you've got just uh less than half a country who owns those financial assets who are uh and, and you've said it from the beginning the rich are going to get richer during this thing right because of that asset yep. inflation and the, and the poor get poorer because uh they have that purchasing power uh stolen away from them right and you've seen it in the past um while i was writing about it this week i think that the uup chart shows since like the end of may the dollar starts to weaken and you know, you started the podcast talking about higher copper prices, et cetera, um, and that could, leads to higher costs for real goods for people that don't own the assets. And so you can tie that all together and sort of get a good picture of what's going on.
0: It's tough times for a lot of people. And yet both of our you know, major parties here in the U.S. continue to be on vacation. It's um, it's really time for for all parties, whether you're a libertarian or a Republican or a Democrat or don't identify with either party to really speak up and start calling your senators and your local city council people and and, and making some noise cuz some of the stuff that's going on out there nick is, is is frankly um it's getting a bit scary i have been in situations and i've i've spoken with you privately and i've shared publicly um you know some 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 experiences in mexico where you know i've been there when unmarked vans pull up and you know armed men In military camouflage, jump out and take people. I've seen that. I've seen that several times. Um, and I've seen what happens after that happens repeatedly to a local population. One of two things happens. Um, people get dominated and pushed and bullied into just accepting that reality or people start to shoot because they don't know who's doing the taking. And I never thought I would see the day in the US where federal agents, this happened this week and we'll put a link up in Portland, um, dressed in camouflage and tactical gear without any form of identification in unmarked vans are taking, seizing is the word they use, taking and detaining protesters and unleashing tear gas um, in what the governor of Oregon called a blatant abuse of power. I am here on this podcast that, however, many of you listen to, to tell you that if this is a trend that accelerates, it will not end well for anyone. It will not end well for citizens. It will not end well for the gentlemen that are jumping out of vans. And eventually, we're going to have another Kent State type of situation where, you know, you don't know who's shooting, you don't know who's getting hit, you don't know why it's happening. And I just I I can't believe this happened this week, Nick. It um. I I I really don't know what to say about it, other than no one cared when it, it was immigrants. You know, they ICE has been doing this, um, for years, and you know they did they're denied due process, and and they're not identified themselves. But the fact that now it's being escalated to just everyday citizens that are that are exercising their right to protest, is 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 scary to me.
1: I'm still not sure as many people care as should care. Um, and that's also a little bit scary because, you know, it's making the rounds in the libertarian circles and, and here and there. But I haven't really seen this story dominating anywhere. And it's really serious, especially in America with the Constitution and uh, due process. And, um, and obviously, we know what's been going on with the protests and we know about the law and order tweets. Right. And this seems to be a proxy of those uh tweets, right? I mean this is the the enactment of uh, the executive branch right I mean, this is homeland security. um and uh well, it's it's scary like you say, you can totally see a scenario uh, develop as you um, described. and so uh, and this isn't the protesters saying that. I saw some stories frame it as like protesters say, um, you know, some some of them are being uh, grabbed by unmarked vans. This was like Oregon Public Broadcasting reporting that federal law enforcement officers were using unmarked vehicles uh, to drive around and detain protesters since at least July 14th, they say. And so, um, you know, you've got people like uh, the senator from Oregon who are sort of uh, walking back comments now and, and hopefully... Um, you know, uh, people who have the the power and authority to do something, uh, step up and do. And the other thing I'd say is I've talked um, for a long time about police. And I think I've even talked to on this podcast about my brother-in-law about asking them, you know, when it comes time to load (laughs) us on the trains, like they're doing doing with the Uyghurs in China this week. I don't know if you saw that drone footage. Uh, Like, are you going to load us on the trains? And so like, I have to put myself inside the mind of those camouflage thugs, right? Like, like what kind of person is going to just like, Abduct a fellow citizen? Like I just don't know. It's it's not in my mind to think that way because that's how I view like being a politician or being a cop. Like why would you want to be a politician or why would you want to be a cop? I just don't understand that. And so like why would you want to like uh, unconstitutionally detain your fellow citizens? And those are the sort of questions that really we got to be asking, and that's scary.
0: In a country where gun ownership is per capita the highest in the world.
1: Well, uh, yeah, that's what you said about shooting, right?
0: Right. And and, and, and uh, again, you know, just cautionary tale, everyone, just be careful what you are silent about, because this has the potential, um, you know, to end up I- I- in a very, very ugly way. Because if unmarked vehicles and unmarked people in camouflage gear stormed my home and tried right. to take me, um, I'm not just going to hope you're one of the good guys.
1: Breonna Taylor stuff, right? You got to be able to defend yourself if if they're not presented as law enforcement, right?
0: I'm glad you brought up Breonna Taylor because the officers that killed Breonna Taylor um, are still walking the streets. Meanwhile, there were protesters um, that were upset. People that do not want to be silent um, and decided that the protesters were going to go and sit on the lawn of Attorney General Daniel Cameron um, in front of his home. And what ended up happening, um, and there were some celebrities there, there were some football players, some NFL players, a couple of artists. Um, anyhow, dozens of demonstrators went on his front lawn demanding answers from the investigation because it's been two months and a lady was killed in her sleep for no good reason. Um and the response was to arrest the protesters and immediately charge them with a felony mm. again the two systems in place those in power versus just everyday american citizens it's it, the systems have a very intriguing and disturbing trend towards inequality right it lines up beautifully with the, the, the wealth disparity in this country. Um, I mean, you know, and eventually the felonies were, were, were dropped because among those arrested were NFL player, Kenny Stills. And guess what? Kenny Stills has millions of dollars to go get the best help, um, and try to get the attorney general the heck out of there. Um, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's a surreal time. It's a bizarre world. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm rarely at a lack for words and, and there's a lot of anger. So I'm watching what I say, but it's just surreal. There's no other way to explain what's going on right now. Fourth turning stuff. Truly. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, people are out in the streets and it's a lot about justice, right? You, you, you talk a lot about justice on this uh, podcast. We've written about a two tier justice system. Um, And you see it played out. People want uh, justice for police brutality. Yes. And they want justice for um, institutionalized racism. Yes. And they want uh, justice for LGBTQ and all the other um, initials. Yes. And then, you know, that gets framed as like, you know, social justice warrior and cancel culture. But, you know, that's like a straw man and that's obfuscating the real argument. You know, people want justice for the uh, inequality. They want justice for the injustice, right? For the for the two-tiered financial system and for the people that, you know, pay the ultimate price for those assets to be inflated that we were talking about earlier. And it all uh, relates together because those who benefit um, or who have benefited the most from the status quo or those that have the most to to lose when the turning comes, and those uh, are those who, who want to hang on to it most tightly. And so, um, will do things, maybe even unthinkable things uh to hold on to that right and so um that's sort of what turnings are, right If the quote is in my head correctly, it's you know shaking the foundation of the the nation's identity to its core, right? You have a reckoning with uh you know what it is you want the nation to be and and what it is you want the nation's ideals to look like and um hopefully, hopefully. Uh, for the majority of us, it's not it's your fellow citizens being detained with uh, unmarked cars um, and so many other things that we've talked about on this podcast, right?
0: Absolutely. And let's be clear, for, for those people that are critical of the Black Lives Matter movement and, 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 and my support for it, and I know you know your support for it without putting words in your mouth, but we've been very vocal about the fact that we support anything that's about equality and justice and accountability and transparency, um, you know, the, 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 Kentucky attorney general is black, it, black lives matter is not a race thing. Gotcha. It's about equality and justice. It's about power and, and, and holding power accountable because this Kentucky attorney general who's black himself had zero problems saying they're in front of my house. Get those motherfuckers out of here and charge them with a felony for coming to my lawn. Back to the gold market, because that's fun. <laughs> we got a bull market, Nick, uh, you know. Um, we got more deals coming our way than we know what to do with. Um, you know, it, uh, it's, 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 it's you, you got the emails, you get the same calls, you get more calls. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're, 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 I, I got notebooks full of lists of things to do and people to get back to and emails to return. And I try to stay on top of it, but it's, it's a great time to do well in this space, it's a great time to speculate. There's an intelligent way to do it. Uh, we talked last week about rotating out of uh, the companies that have seen three, four, five, six hundred 600% gains and identifying, um, identifying the ones that have uh, assets of substance that haven't quite participated yet in the run-up. And now we're starting to see some of those percolate. Um, we're seeing copper, you know, we talked about inflation a bit and we're seeing copper flirt with $3 a pound. We see the presidential candidate, Joe Biden, talk about a multi-trillion dollar, um, clean energy infrastructure stimulus plan. We've heard Donald Trump talk about it. Both sides agree on spending more money on the backs of our kids and grandkids. Um, but it seems like we may end up with a bull market in gold. A bull market in copper, and don't look now, but I I, I noticed a lot of the uranium names today up twenty percent, twenty five percent on on significant volume, and we know that's a that that that's a when question, not an if question, right? Did you really notice that? I haven't.
1: I, I didn't see that today. I'd be interested to to hear more uh, about that. But certainly, to your earlier points about uh, gold and copper, yeah, I mean, phone ringing in succession. Um, people looking for coverage, people looking for financing, deals coming back, uh, well oversubscribed. I was reading, uh, you and I publish uh, Hard Asset Digest, and, and uh, Rick Rule was the interviewee for uh, this month's issue. And I was reading it yesterday, and they partook in a deal in Western Australia where the, the company went out to raise uh, 100 million, came back with 120 million, and could have raised 240 million. Um, and so uh, the money is is coming in. I've seen that and we've talked about that here with deals like um, Artemis. And so, uh, yeah, for lots of reasons that we've talked about um, over the years in our newsletters and over the past year or so here in the podcast um, that are all seemingly coming to uh, fruition. Now, there's things we have to watch, right? I mean, there's there's technical levels we have to watch. It'll be Interesting to see how gold gathers the strength to, to take out the next level, which would be all time highs, right? And the same thing with the, uh, the junior stock, some of which have now had uh, quite steep runs higher. Um, they, of course, will need to gather energy for the, for the next move up. Um, but yeah, uh, like you say, firmly in a bull market. And of course, we'll be watching uh, rates to see um, if they can uh, truly go further negative, and 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 some others into negative territory, because of course um, uh, that would really set the the gold sector on fire, and then of course all time highs would just compound to it because you'd have people piling in.
0: Yeah, so, so some of the uranium names in the space today: energy fuels up 10%, um, fission up 10%, Denison 10%. Um, you know, centrist thirteen point five percent. I I could go on and on. Yellow cake seventeen point six percent. Um, you know, we could continue on next year. Six percent.
1: what is that? So I'm just thinking through, right? Because I haven't seen the price hasn't ticked that much higher. Kazakhstan said they were shutting down their mines until I think the end of August, which was. Uh, not shutting them down. Excuse me. They're on a reduced production, right? And so they said they were extending that to the end of August. I'm not sure what else is is out there. I wonder why that is.
0: I, I you know, and I don't have a, a an affirmative answer for you. I can speculate as as you mentioned that you know people are starting to realize that you know whether you think this is the end of the first wave of COVID or a continuation of the first wave and it's mutated or the start of a second wave, whatever it is, I I I think people are starting to realize that uh there's a lot of companies that are not coming back online with their production their estimated production anytime soon um and 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 yet those companies the bigger companies still have commitments to meet right and they're going to have to step into the spot market uh and and you know we've said this for years many have said it for years that, that it's a matter of when not a matter of if and it looks like that when is getting closer now uranium is notorious for making you know the brightest minds in the space mm-hmm. um look foolish but Uh, You have to be, you know, you have to be, you have to be pleased with the performance right now. And, and it'll be interesting to see if there's follow-up back to gold briefly, you know, it was great. It was great to see the newbies in the space get shook out of positions, not because it was great to see them get shaken out at a low price and then see gold, you know, reverse from 1794 back to 1810. But because it shows me there's newbies in the space. And for so many years, we had no new blood, right, Nick? Mm Mm-hmm. So I got some it,
1: it, I got I got an order filled today. I didn't expect to get filled. You're you're right.
0: There you go. Yeah. And I went shopping early. Um and, and I yeah, you know, there's some names that I bought. And again, those are for subscribers now. But I, it's 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 it is definitely stock picking time. Invest in your education, invest in your research and guidance, people. Um, unless you're doing it yourself. And if you have tips, send them in. We're happy to vet them and look them over um and maybe learn a little something or two, huh?
1: that's right there's a lot of names out there
0: absolutely let's talk twitter getting hacked um everybody got hacked uh barack obama got hacked kanye west got hacked uh (laughs) you name it elon musk here's something funny elon musk and kanye sounded more coherent when they got hacked (laughs) That should have been your contrarian indicator that it wasn't Elon or Kanye because they were making sense. I'm going to give back to my community for every $1,000 I send. You send my way in Bitcoin. I'm going to send you $2,000. You should have known that wasn't Elon and you should have known that wasn't Kanye. But um, a lot of speculation. Is it Russia? Is it China? Is it a practice run for something more serious? Uh, Does this expose the vulnerability of getting so much of our news um from twitter frankly and reacting to it and then a follow up question nick should people in power you know uh citizen number 1 donald trump be worried about a platform that clearly has some vulnerabilities um and and him using that as the bully pulpit right to communicate his message more than you know, he rarely takes questions now at at what he calls press conferences, which are more like campaign speeches. Um, he's increasingly sounding less coherent. Um, you know, and that's something we got on Biden about And now it's like, well, they're kind of on par. So then, you know, you start thinking, well, who has less sexual assault or sexual creepy (laughs) allegations, right? I'm like, all right, well, and, and, and then you just continue on down the line, right? Um, who's, who's passed, you know, less racist legislation. Who's it's, it's, it's the lesser of, you know, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like the lesser of, of two evils at this point, but back to my Twitter question, what did what, you think about the hack?
1: It, it, well, first of all, it happened very fast. It happened late in the day and it happened when I wasn't uh, paying a lot of attention to to Twitter, but when I saw uh, what was happening, I I, I got on and, and sort of, you know, sniffed it out or whatever. To answer your question, yeah, of course. I mean, there's countless examples of uh, stories gaining traction that were false because uh, it was reflective of the of the era we live in, where we're headline readers and skimmers, and you know people retweet things as soon as they see the tweet without reading the article. So, yes, 100% to your uh, first question, and we've also seen where. Um, the retractions never get as many tweets or likes as the first wrong story. I'm sure you've come across articles about that phenomenon, right? Where a politician will put something out, um, whether or not they know it's false. I mean, you believe about that, what you want to. I have my beliefs, right? Because they know the re- the retraction is going to get less attention than the first statement, right? And yep. so, um, yeah, 100%. And then, of course, about, um, uh, you know, Trump on Twitter and and, and he and and. And Twitter, have sort of gotten into a spat recently about, you know, dispersing factual information. And then you and I have talked about in the past about uh, freedom of speech on these platforms, because, you know, even though they're they're private companies, uh, shareholder controlled that uh, when so many individuals have voices and they're providing the platform that you get into ethical debates about, you know, freedom of speech, et cetera. And anyway, you could talk about stuff like that forever Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, clearly the technology platforms are in a very precarious place. I mean, just a login away from being being able to disperse. I mean, just as you saw yesterday, uh, information to millions and millions of people through various, uh, verified, respected and revered accounts. Right. And so very dangerous. Um, and then you start thinking about like deep fake stuff as well. I mean, what if, you know, someone hacked Trump's account and then put out a deep fake video with him talking about whatever it is, you know, pick your poison. And so I have all kinds of ways to think about that.
0: Let's talk about, um, uh, you, you know, the attack on the flow of information. The white house now is telling hospitals to bypass the CDC on COVID-19 numbers and report those directly. Um, you know, to the administration. They want to see them first. They wanted to go to the Department of Health and Human Services. It's happening at a time where as a citizen of the country, I would want more transparency, not less, given that we are in an election cycle, um, which, which is months away. And obviously the response to COVID, whether you're a governor, a city council person, or a president, how you responded and how you continue to view the developments is going to affect what I think about you, right? We have a decision to make with our kids here soon, Nick. Where, you know, if if the if the trend continues the way it is right now, um, do we send our kids to school? You know, we haven't been able to get this under control. Yes, the mortality rate is lower, um, but the number of cases uh, and and frankly, the number of hospitalizations in many states, including here in Texas. Has absolutely surged. And so, you know, it's, 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 I don't want less information. I don't want the information now to be, to be, you know, filtered once I get it. I just want the numbers. Let me look at those numbers and make my own mind up, right? You tell me how many people are in the hospital, how many people are in ICU, how many ICU beds are available, and I can make up my mind about the seriousness and, and where we're at in the cycle for this virus. But I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that?
1: Well, what was the motive? I had, I haven't actually seen that. I read about it. So what was the motive? What did they say? I mean, you know, I would have my suspicions of course, and, and uh, other people would as well, but what did they say was the reasoning for that? The,
0: the official motive from the white house and the Trump administration is that they believe that the numbers are getting fudged by the CDC and Why are we th- the numbers? That, that, you know, my, that, again, me wanting to be informed and wanting facts, I would, I would challenge the administration to tell me where, right. Because there's so much that is said by this administration that ends up just not being true, being flat out lies. So yes, I don't want anybody messing with the numbers. I don't want the numbers being manipulated. Um, but I don't want them being manipulated by anyone. And you know this comes during a week where Anthony Fauci, the, the 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 lead person on this for the White House, again Trump's guy, um, is being attacked by his own administration. Um, which again, just just <laughs> you know, the, I, I just don't understand the approach. You either believe in the doctor and the CDC and your team, or you don't, and you bring in a team that can do a better job. You can't have it both ways when the numbers aren't to your liking, you criticize your team and you put it on them, but you also don't want to replace them with anyone that you believe could do the job better. It's like my dad used to tell me as a kid, right? Never bring me a problem without offering a solution. It doesn't have to work. I just want to know that you're thinking. I want to know that the president is thinking and him scapegoating everybody doesn't give me a vote of confidence, you know. Where he's he's fighting the Supreme Court again about his tax returns, because there's probably a payment to Stormy Daniels in there, the the the, the comedian and author and porn star, and 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 you know, obviously, this is not the time for that to resurface for him. It's not convenient. But again,
1: can was we... that reverse chronological order of the Stormy Daniels careers? So you, you,
0: you like how I did that? <laughs> I'm listening. I like and respect Stormy. I thought, I don't think she gets enough credit for some of her other talents. <laughs> <I'm listening. laughs> so again, I want more information. I don't want less, right? Um. Anyhow, that, you know, again, we have unmarked vehicles and unidentified people in military gear taking Americans on the street and and sending them, you know, hopefully to prison and, and hopefully given them due process that's happening. We have one of our largest social media platforms getting hacked by God knows who that's happening. We got protesters facing felonies for marching on the attorney general's lawn that's happening. And we got a president who, who just, you know, doesn't want the flow of information to happen. If it's going not his way, um, well there's a
1: whole lot that's happening one other thing that's happening that i've mentioned and will continue to is the election betting odds which now has uh biden up over over a percent up just today to 60% uh likelihood of winning the election puts trump down uh, below 37 when you factor in the other <laughs> contenders that are still getting money for some reason uh, and anecdotally um I'm just seeing. I mean, you can see in the presidency imploding. I mean, you can see it's a sort of happening, right? We've talked about that, but even um, among people I talk to and and my friends who uh, are conservative and vote Republican and and have backed Trump so far, starting to uh, back off a little bit, especially as it uh, relates to the virus. You know, we have like a group text and. Um, I was telling them back in February about the testing. You remember back in February and March, we were talking about how far behind the U.S. was in the testing and they were still sort of defending him, defending him, defending him. And then, um, you know, one of them today, just this morning, in fact, said something about how stupid the, uh, Republican, the uh, the governor of Georgia was being. And I, <laughs> the first thing I responded, it wasn't even 5 a.m. yet. I had just woken up. I was still <laughs> laying in bed and I said, oh, yeah, well, how about like how about the president? Right. Um, and then it was sort of like no defense of him anymore. Right. And so that's just anecdotal. But um, it's sort of indefensible, right?
0: It's sort of indefensible. Absolutely. And, and, and again, it's, um, you know, you believe what you want to believe, but facts are facts. And anyhow that, that that is where we're at in america in 2020 on july the 17th when this is being recorded everybody um the good news there's money to make in the gold space there's money to make in the copper space gold copper plays which we highlighted a couple of weeks ago have done remarkably well if you have a lot of both it turns out um you 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 trade higher um when gold and copper goes higher right i joked on twitter earlier In in the week, that you know, here's your free technical analysis for the day. If it doesn't want to go down, it probably wants to go back up. And that's kind of the way that it worked out, right? (laughs) It had a little mini move down and then it went back up, but that's just the market we're in. And we're going to see volatility and it's not going to be like this, you know, for the next four or five years. Um, There will be longer pullbacks than a day or two days, but. You know, I, another question for you, Nick, everything happens faster now, right? I think this bull market, because it happened when it happened, caught a lot of people by surprise. There were a lot of sell in May folks that I know were taking profits in April and I was buying a lot of their stock and I know they were buying it back at much higher prices a couple of months later. And I think the bull market in the gold space, you know, caught a lot of people by surprise. I also think that the pullbacks now because of digital trading and the algorithms and, and, and the situation with COVID and the lockdowns are going to be briefer. I, 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 I think, you know, slingshot moves will happen a lot quicker than they used to, you know, pullbacks and consolidations that used to take a month might take three days now. Um, do you share that sentiment or do you think we'll have, you know, a traditional trading patterns? No,
1: things are definitely happening uh, quicker, and you can see that in the big moves, um, in the large indices. When you've got the S and P move in eight um, percent in a in a couple of days, when that's normally like an annual type move, right? And um, you know, there's a lot of ways you can answer that question. One of them has to do with uh, volatility. Uh, volatility has been relatively high. Um, you know, since the whole coronavirus started, and that's one of the things that allows these uh, big moves to to take place. But also um, an increase in retail people in the in the market. There was a, an article, um, I think last week, it was saying that you know on some days, especially at the peaks, and this speaks to your point a little bit. Especially at the peaks or the inflection points, um, up to up to twenty five percent of the market volume is. Uh, retail, and so, um, with these retail names coming into the space in the droves that they're in the market now, um, certainly you can have uh consolidations and reversals, um, uh, you know, and uh corrections much, much more, much more quickly.
0: Agreed, agreed. So, something to look out for. Um, I have to mention silver, I've been a skeptic um of silver up until this week. It's I've said that it's going to have to break 2050. Are you ready? For to for me to believe the bull market. Um my 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 spidey senses are tingling a little bit and I've added some names um with silver exposure privately recently and publicly in the newsletters. Um I I we're we're getting really close to a breakout. If we can break 2050, you know, 2050 for silver is kind of how I saw 1454 1474 gold you know it was kind of like the line in the sand for me that once we broke that you know we were going to be off to the races and you know it took a while but but we got there it was a long first inning as i told one subscriber but now things are happening fast and you could pull up a chart. It's been a thing of beauty. Silver's getting close. Um, and I think it's worth paying attention. And there's ways to play that where, you know, you don't, you don't need pure silver exposure. It's hard to find, frankly. But there's a lot of companies like like gold, copper companies that have gold and silver. And, you know, a name that hasn't participated in this run-up yet. I'll give you a free one. Almaden Minerals, you know, longtime shareholder, longtime supporter. Um, love the asset. Love the team. I think a permit is, 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 is upcoming Though we've said that for, 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 you know, it seems like six, seven months now, you know, hopefully that gets sorted out in the next month or two, but Almaden Minerals, polymetallic deposit, 50% gold, 50% silver, and it has a mill. The mill is worth the $80 million market cap that, 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 you know, it boasts on the, on the Canadian exchange right now. So if you want exposure to both in a name that hasn't run up yet, Almaden Minerals, that's a freebie.
1: There you go. What are we doing? Names now? I, I followed Mr. Dines into Hecklock last week. How'd
0: that work out for you? Um, let me look.
1: <laughs>
0: Real-time update, guys. Oh, hey. very well.
1: We bought under four. It's for $4.60.
0: Hey, you see how that works, everybody? I, huh? I, I I loved Mr. Dines's line. He said, buy the silvers. Um, and the go and the buy the precious metal stocks and, and, and forgive me if the quote is off, but you'll correct me, Nick. I believe he said buy it because of this, this, and that, um, you know, he gave some technical analysis explanation as he typically does. And he's great at that, by the way. Um, and then he said, or if you just like money and I, uh, I I'm going to yeah. find it for you. You, so you, 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 it. you should. And I thought it was so perfect for the market we're in. You could buy it for this, this, and that technical reason. You could see you know, the 50-day moving average. You could chart the 200-day moving average, or you cannot do any of that shit. If you just like money, buy it.
1: He says, uh, investors seeking such a high quality silver are advised to add to positions, also those who just want money.
0: There you go. And it worked out pretty well for you thus far, right, Nick?
1: (laughs) Hey, hey, I I wanted money.
0: And it worked. He followed Mr. Dines and uh, you know, you, you 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 hey this is the market we're in, folks. Again, it will have pullbacks, but we're in for a few fun years and um you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a race to how to maximize it, not you know, can we make money? It's 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 really, you know, how do you help people? How do you provide um education and guidance that's valuable so people can make up their own minds? Um, you know, fortunately, knock on wood, we're okay, we're gonna be okay. Um, we're positioned well, and and we've seen that already, right? It's been an incredible year, and and you know it, it's just mid July, but for people that are newer to the space, it's going to be a phenomenal couple of years, and 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 hopefully we're able to share that with a lot of you out there. And again, email and uh, and and tweet and and send in you know thoughts and 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 feedback. We love seeing it. We love reading it. It's always interesting to me that I'll get on the phone with someone for a meeting on a company or or, or an update with a large shareholder somewhere. And, and Hey, I listen to the podcast, you know, gentlemen from Canada, people from Australia, people from all over the place. So while we obviously talk a lot about domestic issues here in the, in the U S please write in and, 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 you know, give us some feedback. And if there's something that's important to you, let us know.
1: Good stuff. Absolutely.
0: All right, Nick. My feel good, uh my feel good story is, is really not a story. It's just an event. Um everyone knows anyone that knows me well knows that I'm a diehard Cub fan. Um spent a portion of my childhood in Chicago, have a lot of family there. Uh, go back every year. This is the first year I'll miss Wrigley and I'll miss uh the family because of COVID. But baseball's back in six days, so that's I can't wait. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, working with the game on in the background um, as we tend to play a lot of day games. And I am very, very, very excited um, for the Cubs to come back on. And, and, and you know what? For all of you asking, if, if we win the shortened season title, uh, you bet your ass off I'm celebrating like we won a 162-game title.
1: <laughs> well, I'm happy you're excited uh, baseball is uh, a fun thing to watch. I, of course, enjoy it as well. Don't follow it as closely as you. But um, thank goodness something is coming back because it seems like a lot of other things are going in the wrong direction. I was reading something today about music concerts not coming back until 2021. And so Hurts um, my heart, Nick. You know, I'm, I'm a music I, I know. I've missed a couple know. shows as well. And so um, that's sad. We had to cancel one for... Uh, Sturgill. and yeah, that's no buenos. So um at least you get to see your cubs. Absolutely. Albeit on television.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it is what it is. I'll take it right now, right?
1: There it is.
0: All right, Nick, you got a feel good story for me or or, or, or are we good?
1: No, I'll tell you it's not really a feel-good story, but um, you know, I rag on all these dumbass ideas for uh, climate change and clean energy that are just clearly not going to work, right? Like solar about, roads. We've ta- exactly that's my main example, or whatever it is, pumping <laughs> concrete blocks up in the sky and then letting them fall. Just these asinine ideas. So when I see a good one, um, uh, or one that at least you know passes the sniff test, um, uh, I-, I like to read more about it or, and, and share it. And so, um, just quickly. Um, Norway started storing uh, emissions from a a cement manufacturing plant on the seafloor and this is not the story I want to talk about but it just popped into my mind just a couple of weeks ago and it's still expensive. But they're trying to become the leaders in it and get more people to go to Norway, sort of like, you know, you know how certain countries specialize in certain things. They're trying to become like the CO, the the carbon emissions uh, offshore storage. And so they're trying to get the cost down. And so that's sort of like that passes the sniff test. Like, okay, yeah, I can see this working if they get the uh, cost down. But an even better idea I saw this week was um, had to do with basalt, which is, of course, a type of Uh, Granite, And here in Spokane, we have literal tons and tons and tons of it because we're sitting on a, um, I think it's hundreds of feet thick uh, basalt shelf that starts like at surface, right? And so the idea here is to grind up this basalt stone, not just in Spokane, but uh, they're doing this already in Spain, for example, uh, and spread the crushed up uh, rock on uh, farm fields. Um, And then the the different minerals in the rock will, it's a long process, this is a long game, Gerardo, will leach into the soil and then eventually uh, leach into the groundwater and go into the streams and rivers, which will change um, the mineral levels in the water and allow the water itself to absorb more carbon emissions out of the air. And so... That passes sniff test for me, right? I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's a long-term mm. solution to climate change, but it makes at least a little bit of sense to my to my rudimentary mind. And so we'll put a link up. I don't know if that made you feel good or not, but I thought it was interesting enough to share.
0: Not as good as Stormy Daniels comedy, but <laughs> but it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Nick, it's, uh, it's been a week. We have a lot more coming. Um, Stay safe out there. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great week. Uh, that's it for today. I'm Gerardo Del Real, along with Mr. Nick Hodge. This was episode 78 of Bizarro World. Say goodbye and some words of wisdom, Nick. Uh,
1: no words of wisdom uh, from David Erfle last week. Um, he's the one that I think brought this phrase back out. At least he's the first one I saw use it. Uh, be right and sit tight.
0: I like it. Be nice, everyone. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask.